What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Talk Back Tech. My name is Orlando. Today we're recording on Saturday the 19th. And you guys will be hearing this on the on Tuesday. This following Tuesday. I don't know what day that is. The, let's see. That would be the 22nd. So you guys would be hearing this on the 22nd or whenever you hear it. But I woke up to an interesting tweet from my friend. It was from back in September when iPhone 10. R, 10s, and 10s Max were announced, and I am admittedly an Android fanboy. I have been with Android, like I said previously, since 2011, and I was I was quite a bit of a hater. I'm not even gonna lie. And so now I kind of have to eat my words because I have an iPhone. So I'm making this episode for all of those people that know me as a Android fanboy and for all of those new listeners that are curious as to why I switched from Android to iPhone I made a quick little list on on that topic. So let's get started the very first thing that That started my whole shift onto iPhone was the Google Pixel 3 XL like I said in my notches podcast, I hate that enormous notch. It is very annoying. And I know that the iPhone XR, which is the one I have, has a notch, but it's it's pretty slim. It's wide but slim. The one on the Pixel 3 XL is huge. It takes up so much of the top screen. And then this on the sides of the notch, it's not even utilized for anything. It's just a big empty space there. And like I said again in the notches episode, they used the, they, they have that big notch because they wanted to use a dual camera setup on the front for a wide angle lens. I wasn't really feeling it. And there is a feature where you can turn the notch off technically. It just turns up off the screen that's up next to the notch. But I, I really wasn't about it. There was this, like I also said, there was this really big hype for the Google Pixel 3. It was supposed to be, well, the rumors had it to be a completely notchless device. There was going to be absolutely nothing on the screen. The bezels were going to be very slim. The screen was going to basically be touching the sides of the phone. We didn't get that. So that was the first reason. That was the biggest reason, actually. The second reason is that the Pixel 3, which is the smaller device... I initially was going to get that one because I said, okay, I don't really want that ugly notch. I'll settle for the, the display that's not as good. It's a 1080p display. And I'll just get that one. And so after a couple of reviews came out of the camera, it came to my attention and a lot of other people's attentions that the recording quality on the video camera was not that great on the Pixel 3 or the Pixel 3 XL. And I recently have been wanting to get into video a little bit more. And I have a whole thing where I, I like to do specifically phone-centered photography or videography. So that really wasn't going to work out for me. And I was just, you know, I just didn't want to deal with all that stuff. 
So, the next thing is, it has to do with the software, Android 9 specifically. I don't feel like it was a fully fleshed out update in just, just how you move through the UI. The gestures that they use, it doesn't really flow well. It's kind of clunky. For those of you that are using the iPhones, you know what I mean by swiping up to go home and then swiping to the side to get to your recent apps and all that. That It works really well on, on iPhone, but the Android one doesn't really work that well, and that's why it kind of was a factor in me switching over. Uh, the fourth one is be is that I've never used an iPhone before. Like I said, I've been an Android user since 2011. My first Android phone was the Samsung Transform Ultra, which I still have. It doesn't turn on though. But I have never used an iPhone before. I, I, I know that in 2017, I bought an iPhone SE for like pretty cheap. And I, I only wanted to see what it was about. This was before the the 10s and the iPhone 10 and all the new the newer iPhones that don't have a home button came out. I used it for about a week and it was exactly how I didn't like it. I didn't like how you can move through the UI. I didn't really like the home button and all that. So I ended up putting that to the side and I still use my my main Android device. But like I said, I didn't want to keep hating on Apple without having actually used a product in depth. And the newer iPhones were the ones that I felt I could actually use. So that's why one of the reasons I switched. Another reason is that 2018, I talked about it a little bit in the previous episode about notches. A lot of Android manufacturers, like the device manufacturers, they started to copy a lot of features that iPhones had. And they weren't really as exact as iPhone. And so my my thinking was, why would I buy a clone when I can just actually get the thing they're trying to copy? Because the thing they're trying to copy is actually good. And their implementation of it is not as good. So I might as well just get that the iPhone, which is what they all wanted to do. Another reason is I've never had a problem with Apple's hardware. I always thought iPhones were well-built. I always liked the feel of iPhones. They were always really comfortable in the hand. The only thing that drove me away was the operating system, iOS. The way that you moved through it, the way how you got through the settings and then little, little pieces here and there that were kind of annoying to me at the time and now they're still kind of annoying but I've learned to deal with it because it's not really that big of an issue anymore and so iOS 12 has just come out and on these new iPhones it works really well like I said all the gestures how you move about the phone it all blends in really well and so that's another reason why I ended up switching it's not perfect, but it's manageable. The iPhone XR is actually a reasonable price. I know a lot of people out there, especially the Android community, I'll touch on them in a second, they see the iPhone XR and they think it's Apple trying to, you know, stick it to their customers like, hi, you guys will buy anything we put out even though it's not a superior product. I 
beg to differ. The iPhone XR feels very complete. And like I said, it's reasonably priced. I think it's around the same price that I bought my Pixel XL, which was my last Android device about two years ago. It, it might be a little bit more, but it, it's if it is, it's not by too much. So yeah, I, there, there's plenty of videos out there that have shown that a lot of people tend to pick the iPhone XR screen over a $300 Android phone that the Android community really likes to put up there on a pedestal. It's called the Pocophone F1. And basically, I, I know a YouTuber who took those two devices and he made a blind test where you, you could only see the screens of those devices and you had to choose, he had the people choose which one they thought was better. And obviously he wanted to pick out a community of people that were majority Android users. And so almost all of them were shocked when he revealed that they all picked the iPhone XR screen over the 1080p Android screen. And I, I, say, I say 1080p because the iPhone XR screen is technically not 1080p it's around 824 pixel it, that that's the pixel density and the resolution but the the way that i apple has been able to fine-tune their screens it makes it look better than the actual screens that have a higher resolution and that's why a lot more people ended up picking the iphone 10r screen over the pocophone screen the next reason, well, it's not really a reason why I switched, but I see it a lot, especially on the YouTube community. It's that the Android fan base, the Android community that's present on YouTube, they're becoming really toxic. And I'm not saying every single person on there, but there's a lot of hatred going on between, especially between android versus apple i used to be that way but then like i said i realized that good tech is good no matter what company makes it and it's it's that kind of thinking that you know we shouldn't really be out here hating on companies or especially hating on people and, and i think that's what what mainly got me is that these people were in the comments berating other people because they buy iphones every single year and they're they're inferior because they buy iPhones and all that which is simply not true um, if you buy an iPhone you probably buy it because you like it and it works for you like that's great so I don't I don't see the reason why we need to be out there hating on people who buy iPhones another reason that I switch to iPhone is that all the Google services that I use are still available on iOS and in the App Store. So some of the apps that I use right now that I used mainly on my Android device is Google Docs, Gmail, the Google app, Google Chrome, Google Photos, YouTube, and the Google Assistant, which I made Siri activate the Google Assistant whenever I activate Siri, if that makes sense. So I just press and hold the Siri button and then I would just say my Google command and it'll open the Google Assistant. So it's like, it's basically like 
I just shifted all of my Android apps onto an iPhone. And like I said before, I never had a problem with iPhone. If there was a phone that had iPhone hardware and Android on it, that would be the, the perfect phone for me. Well, like, unless they have really horrible UI, like I said before. But anyways, the, yeah, that, that's one of the reasons why. I still use all of my Google apps on my iPhone. It's, it's really not that different at all. Uh, lastly, I still carry around my Pixel. And I know it's weird. I carry around two phones. A lot of people who see me with two phones are like, why are you carrying around two phones? Well, I like to carry around two phones because I'm weird. I like to do different things on my on different devices. My Pixel right now, I'm mainly using that to manage the podcast that I'm working on and the pages involved with those. So I don't re- do much with it. I would like to use it as a second camera because, like I said, I want to get into more video stuff. And so having two cameras will benefit me a lot more than just one. Because both cameras are good, honestly. This two-year-old Pixel phone is... It still has one of the best cameras out there. And it still has a better camera than a lot of phones that came out in 2018. That being said, I'm still deeply involved with the Android community. As those of you who know me, I do love a lot of tech. And I don't think Android will be going away anytime soon from you know from myself like i'll still be using it for for a long time and i think the the next google phone i'm really excited for i'm really hoping that they finally give us that completely bezel-less phone i think it'll be a good contender to dethrone my current iphone 10r and i'm sure that they will hear enough of the backlash from the camera that they will fix all of that well we hope. But that's about it for this episode. Kind of a long one, but you know, that's that's how this goes. Uh, tune in next Friday. Friday is when you hear the next episode. I'm, I'm thinking about having a release schedule on Tuesdays and Fridays since my episodes are so short to keep you guys, you know, engaged and listening to new stuff all the time. But anyway, thanks for listening and I'll see you guys next time.